0: Heisenberg yes. is on. Now, Brian, had we listened to you three years ago and, and, and delivered Verlander in blue, we would have none of this stress. You know that, right?
1: Well, you know, John, you're. I, I hate to toot my own horn, but <laughs> beep beep. Uh, yeah, and, and to answer the question, uh, if we had gotten Verlander, we wouldn't have gone after Darvish. Right. That is so true. That, that would be a moot
0: point. Yeah, that's, that's
2: absolutely true. Wow, we would have wow. also avoided you, you Darvish. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> <not over. laughs> so uh, last night, uh, the El Camino premiere. Thank you very much for the invitation. I was just saying to John, I this is one of those ones that I do not want to spoil in any way at all. Uh, yeah. But But give us kind of your thumbnail, what you can say review. You saw it for the first time last night.
1: I did, I saw it for the first time at the premiere, I was thrilled, uh, I I didn't know what they were going to do with the story, and, and yet knowing Vince Gilligan as well as I do, and as talented as, as Aaron Paul is, boy, they pulled it off, and it was really terrific, filled with tension and emotion and yearning, and uh, it was uh, fantastic for for a breaking bad fan, you can't miss this. it really it really is good.
0: Brian, and we're talking to Brian Cranston. The thing that shocks me is in this world we live in now, with social media and you know how we know everybody's projects and what people are working on, was that Vince Gilligan and his team somehow shot a movie about arguably the greatest television series we've ever seen. And nobody leaked it. Nobody knew until, I, I guess, Odenkirk one day was doing an interview and he let it slip. But that was maybe two months ago. How surprised were you that they were able to keep a lid on this?
1: Yeah, I, it was shocking to me. And I even had a loose lip, too, because it, the word was out among the circles that they wanted to do this, that Vince had an idea and wanted to do this. And I was on Dan Patrick's show months ago when I was in New York doing a play and I said, well, yeah, I know they want to do one. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is yet. I haven't read a script or anything. And I don't know what they're doing. Uh, and then all of a sudden I got a call from, from, uh, the producers, Hey, please, please don't say anything. I go, I, I, I don't know what not to say. <laughs> I, is this happening? Is this going? What I'm just talking in, in generalities, you know, but it was all worth the wait because, um, uh, Really terrific. Um, the, you'll you'll see the sensibility, and there's there's some moments when you you, you recognize certain locations and and things like that, that that Breaking Bad fans and fans of Better Call Saul will, will really get excited about. Uh, by
2: the way, we saw that John and I both saw that play. It was it was pretty good. <laughs> the it one was, he won the tony for yeah, it was yeah. uh, it was unbelievable and the one thing we came out of it saying is how how do you do that that many times a week you worked up an unbelievable amount of emotion in that thing that must be crazy difficult to maintain
1: when you couple the seven months i did it on broadway and five months in in london doing the play network as howard beale uh the madman of the airwaves. Uh, it was, it was sometimes difficult because you're telling the same story, but my crusade, my quest is to tell a fresh story to a new audience. So that's the difference between what I do in a play, tell the same story to a new audience every day. You guys have to tell a new story to the same audience every day. Both have their challenges. Uh you guys occasionally succeed, whereas I regularly succeed. Although
2: sometimes Brian I will I will say line (laughs) And I expect someone to be in my ear telling me uh, something clever to say. Hey, you know, I,
0: I, as I told you, Brian, I I was absolutely blown away by network. It was the best show I've seen in in years on Broadway. And you were really, really, really good in it. I I, I liked it so much that I thought they're going to approach you guys about redoing the movie. The movie came out in the mid 70s, but it's such a classic that I don't think. I didn't even know if you would entertain it. Is is that a movie they probably shouldn't touch? Or would you, would you, if they came to you and said, Hey, let's remake it. There's a whole millions of people who've never seen the original. Would you consider it?
1: I, I, I I would definitely consider it because it has, it it was so prescient uh, when it was written in the, in the mid seventies and foretold what was going to happen uh, after that. So, uh to be able to update that play to incorporate what's happening now perhaps would be would be really amazing to do um, and i i think someone like george clooney would be terrific to be able to direct that as and at one point he was i heard that he was interested in doing a live presentation a live television movie of of network uh and like many things, you you have good intentions and ideas and they just kind of fizzle out here and there and sometimes things get hot or things get cold and that's just the way of the world. But uh so no, I would I would really be interested in, in exploring playing Howard Beale again.
2: So let's uh let's talk a little Dodgers. I know you uh you're close to Clayton Kershaw. In fact you emceed his uh his ping pong tournament this year, right?
1: Yeah, uh for the last couple of years, um it's the the Kershaw challenge uh, he and and Beth' his wife they they do some really amazing work, uh, stopping child sex trafficking and and uh, focusing on educating young uh, boys and girls who are in very challenging childhoods around the world. and they do exceptional work, so it was an easy decision to do to. Raise some awareness and and some funds for the Kershaw Challenge, and uh, you know I I told him uh, I'll do whatever you want me to do at any at any time because of the great work they're doing now. Uh, but, but that doesn't mean that I will take you to the Dodger game tomorrow, Mason.
2: No, it doesn't. No. How, about, made, well, how about I take? I just got dugout seats. Do you want to you want to come to the dugout club?
1: you didn't get dug out he
0: did not dugout club yeah my guy was listening and and, and and came through for him
1: oh that was such a setup you you I
0: swear it wasn't it wasn't it just it it, it organically happened yeah. but but he has a good seat for you if you want it
1: no I can't go I have to go back to i'm I'm shooting a mini down in New Orleans right now I had a few days off I zipped out but I have to leave tomorrow at one o'clock, so, so how, I'll have to uh, watch it from the show. From how will the, uh, you wa- How time will time. you watch Game Five? Uh, with with my hands over my eyes, <laughs> <laughs> through my fingers, uh, and and I'll have all all religious artifacts that I could that I could make, uh, you know. Uh, Swearing to God for for just one miracle here, I'm I'm very nervous about this actually. uh, From what was an exceptional season to coming down to in a in a very you know you guys were talking about it in a in a five game series, and you have three pretty dominant pitchers on another team. They don't have to have the firepower uh, on the offensive side to be able to control the series in a in a short series and that's what we're seeing right here so bueller is going to have to pitch the game of his life uh and the dodgers are going to have to get off the schneid and be able to get up there and start pounding start start swinging the bats like they have all season so yes let's go there's no way i'm giving up Let's go!
0: Now you need games like this. This is this is great. Everybody's going to be glued to the TV. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm nervous yeah, as hell, yeah. but uh, it'll 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 be fun. Hey, Brian, one more thought on uh, on El
2: Camino. It's it opens on Friday on Netflix. Um, I I said this to to John. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, this is this is just like right on the money. Exactly what you would hope for, right?
1: It's a bullseye. Good for them. You know, it's a bullseye. I, and, I, you know, I, I, I even said that there, there is a, uh, for those who are not indoctrinated with Breaking Bad, you, in the beginning of the film, they have a little recap of where we are, which I thought I found was a lot of fun to see. And it caught up uh, anybody who is not familiar with the series, and you, you get a sense of what's happening. And you see it from that point on. It, it basically is a story about what happened to Jesse Pinkman when he left that compound. Did he get out? Did he make it? Did he survive? And it is tense. It is fun. It's funny. Uh, and uh, I, I really, I really, I can't wait to see it again.
0: It's uh, great. Hey, right, Brian, travel safe. Good yeah, luck on uh, lot, in boy. New Orleans. Thanks for doing this, man.
1: You bet. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay.
0: There's uh, the great Brian Cranston.